0: Hi, this is Cage Coleman, host of Game On, and this is Our Future is Missing. Please be on the lookout for 14-year-old female Heather Riggio, Caucasian, 5'1", 120 pounds, blue eyes, and blonde hair. She went missing May 6, 2007 from North Miami Beach. Heather has a tattoo of a Chinese star on her lower back and a tattoo on her ankle. Her ears and lips are pierced. Heather was last seen wearing a pink top, jeans, and high heels. So if you know of Heather Riggio's whereabouts, please contact the National Center of Missing and Exploited Children's Hotline at 1-800-THE-LOST. That's 1-800-843-5678. To see a picture of Heather, please click on the link on the Voice America homepage, Our Future is Missing, or go to futureismissing.com. Thank you.
1: Real Talk Radio.
2: Welcome to Alive and Green with your host, Mario Jr. Want to help save the planet and have fun while you do? Eco Mario will give you the green scoop and maybe even tell a joke or two. Now, here's your host, Mario Jr.,
1: Thank you. Welcome to the Mario Jr. Alive and Green Show on Voice America Kids. I'm Mario Jr. and our topic today is the inside scoop of green with Jill Buck. And of course I have my awesome guest Jill Buck. <laughs> Hi there Mario. <laughs> Hi, how are you doing today? I'm doing great and I'm so happy to be on your show. Yes, I'm very excited too. <laughs> and of course I have Mom here with me. Hi everyone. and of course you know I love to have fun so in each broadcast I'm going to have a joke of the day and I'll give you a great green tip to help you on your uh, road to going green and here's the riddle to the joke so in each broadcast I'm going to have an answer okay Okay, guys here's the joke what travels around
3: the world and stays in a corner (laughs) do you have any guesses Jill? boy that's a brain teaser I'm not sure (laughs)
1: i don't know <laughs> well that's awesome well you're going to get the answer at the end of the show and i hope you like it
3: i bet i will <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow well miss jill this is a such a such a honor thank you for your time and listeners i know you want to learn all about this wonderful lady so here we go thanks for having me <laughs> you're welcome well miss jill please tell our listeners who you are and where you live
3: uh, tell us about your family You bet. Well, besides talking about green, Mario, talking about my family is one of my favorite things. I live in California, and I have three children, and they're really the reason that I got into green to begin with. Okay. Um, I wanted their schools to be green. I wanted them to grow up in a green and healthy environment, and uh, they're my inspiration. I'm also married to a guy I met in college. We were college sweethearts, and we've been married for 20 years. Well,
1: that's amazing. (laughs) That's so Nice. Yeah. And, <laughs>
3: and
1: I, I love how you were saying how you want the schools to be green, and that's what I focus on a lot with my school and a uh, magic school at Town Center, and we have our um, recycling program and our pizza parties yearly. So I love how you were saying that with the schools.
3: Well, I think that's great that your school is involved in recycling. In fact, America Recycles Day is just around the corner. Yes, it so is. You're, Yep. Your school is joined by many, many schools all over the country who are trying to do a good job of keeping things that could be reused and recycled out of the landfill. So I think that's terrific.
1: Yes, and Mom, um, since um, there's uh, two moms here, I want to get a little input on you on how our schools are going green.
3: Well, I
4: am just so excited. Here in the uh, Flagler County, I love the way you're connecting with the schools here. Imagine School at Town Center was our first to go green uh, through the Mario Junior Team Eco Junior Program, and we have a full list that are just lining up and ready, so I'm really excited about this.
1: Yes. Go (laughs) (laughs) moms. Yes, go moms because they help us along uh, the way all the time.
3: Well, I think that's true. And, you know, there are a lot of moms just like your mom and myself who really feel like um, we can help create a better future for you kiddos. I mean, that's (laughs) a lot of what motivates us to do other things like, you know, we take you to the dentist. We take you to the doctor. (laughs) We do all these things to show you how much we love you. and Preserving the environment you're going to inherit is one more way that we can show how much we love and care about our kiddos.
1: <laughs> well, that's awesome. I love and I love how you say kiddos because uh, that's a word that my mom uses a lot um, around the house. Also, so I was <laughs> laughing the whole time. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs>
3: well, well, we all feel a lot the same. I think moms unite, right? <laughs> we do. <laughs>
1: Well, I know um, your experience while you were stationed at the Fleet Training Center in San Diego. Um, how, How are you feeling about that and that awesome time?
3: Well, that was back in the um, early and mid-90s. I was a naval officer. When I mentioned before that my husband and I were college sweethearts, we were um, actually in naval ROTC together. He ended up becoming a Marine Corps officer, and I ended up becoming a naval officer. And that's where I was stationed. It's the largest training command, which is kind of like a school, a big school that the Navy has on the West Coast. And at one point, I was charged with getting our command ready for a big admiral's inspection, and it just so happened that But for the first time, uh, using recycled content paper and recycling paper was a part of this big inspection, along with (laughs) things like uh, how we handled top secret information and making sure our weapons were locked down. That was another part of the inspection. And uh, from there, I learned a lot about why it's so important to use recycled content materials and to recycle. And I kind of took that into my civilian life.
1: Wow, that's amazing. Well, I did not know that the Navy SEALs and the military were going green.
3: You know, they are. And it's really because um, the the military has a fixed budget. It changes a little bit every year. And so in order to make sure that we're using every dollar smartly, (laughs) we have to conserve and we have to be smart about how we spend that money. And if we can spend less by uh, recycling or reusing things, boy, that's that's a good thing for us to do.
1: Yes, it is, and I love how you were saying how um, it really is a smart way to um, use your money mm-hmm. because yep. now and I think mm-hmm, because, because oh. now the um, budget is so uh, short, it goes up and down, you know, mm-hmm. and we have to uh, make our money uses uses uh wisely.
3: That's right. And a lot of schools are realizing that instead of costing money to quote unquote go green, it actually saves them money by having less uh, waste to haul away. They can save money on their waste hauling bills. They can save on their electricity bills and water bills if they conserve electricity and water. So a lot of businesses are learning that, too. It's just the smart thing to do. Uh, going green isn't just you know about hugging trees. It's actually about <laughs> yes. saving money.
1: Exactly. And, and speaking of smart, you are listening to the Voice America Kids. I'm Mario Jr. And our topic today is the inside scoop of green with Jill Buck.
4: Oh, yeah. <laughs> and
1: yeah. I love how you were saying how the schools are going green and how they're finding new ways and
3: um, making innovative ways to go green. That's right. And, uh, there, you know, just last week I was down in Los Angeles and I was talking with teachers and principals and superintendents about 350 of them in the la unified school district area awesome. and that we were talking about how they could save on their energy bills and conserve on their right. electricity costs
1: exactly and that's a great thing um we and we were talking about that we went to a metro school just a couple of weeks ago yeah and talking to the kids and how to recycle and how to um, cut down those uh electric electric bills.
4: That's right. Mm-hmm. Sustainable is the key. It's the way exactly. to go. You can save money and save our natural resources at the same time.
1: Yes. That's right. Mm-hmm. And uh Miss Jill, you are a honor graduate of the military justice school and of the Navy uh <laughs> SEAL small arms weapons course uh taught by the former Navy mm-hmm. SEALs. Um how was that experience shape your life?
3: Well, I have to say, any time you come into uh, contact with Navy SEALs, it will be a life-changing experience, (laughs) one way or the other. For me, uh, it it was great. I went through a two-week course that was taught by Navy SEALs um, in how to to handle small weapons, small arms like uh, shotguns and rifles and pistols. Um, And though I don't shoot those anymore, (laughs) uh, you know, I I really never get my hands on a weapon these days, but uh, I think it taught me to be unafraid. It taught me to be bold yes. um, and braver than maybe I was before I went through that course. And Definitely. going through the military justice school was basically um, learning about how um, <laughs> how to keep good order and discipline at a large Navy command. And, and again, all of those skills, all that leadership training has served me well. Even running a nonprofit, sometimes it's It's difficult you know I mean you, yes. you will run into people who aren't supportive of your mission or uh, feel like you know they you know they they have negative things to say and mm-hmm. all that mm-hmm. training just helped me to be able to overcome that maintain right. a positive attitude even when things are tough yeah. and I'm so grateful for the time I spent in the military every last bit of it has helped me to do the things i'm doing today
1: awesome well that is awesome because I was us uh, uh, thinking the same thing how sometimes everybody isn't going to be with with you and how you have to stay strong and in those times of need you have to find who your friends are and just uh, stick it to the end and just uh, know who you are and believe in yourself.
3: Well, that's so true, Mario. And, and no matter what your chosen profession is, for me, it ended up being uh, a nonprofit leader in the environmental education space. But sometimes you'll be lonely. When I first started the Go Green initiative, um, I was all by myself. I literally wrote the program on my kitchen table back in 2002. Wow. I had no staff, no budget, no board of directors. And my modus vivendi was really to do something that i felt like was really important for my children and my hope was that other people would get involved which of course they have now we're operating in 67 countries but at that time i really just had to believe that i could i could persevere and i could see this through and believe in myself and the navy definitely gave me a lot of tools to help with that that's for (laughs) sure
1: (laughs) yes and mom how do you feel on that how you got to stick to the stick to the end and believe in
4: yourself you know that is just the way to go um i love the way that you and miss jill are saying you know the through discipline you can find out who you are if you know you take that road to success and you'll find out if you can organize yourself be disciplined you're going to change the world you'll make a, a great difference yes. that's for sure <laughs>
1: Well, that's awesome. Well, uh, Mister. Steele, uh, tell me a little bit more about the wonderful Gold Green initiative you wrote.
3: You betcha. Well, first of all, it's a program that is free to all schools. We, um, you know, when I wrote the program, I was a PTA president at my kids' elementary school, and we were called upon to do fundraisers for a lot of different things, and I felt like If I had had to do one more fundraiser to pay for an environmental education program, that would have just been (laughs) more than we could handle. We were already fundraising for everything under the sun. So I wanted to make sure that schools would never have to pay for the tools and the resources and the training that we would provide. So that's something that has allowed schools in a lot of different areas uh, to get involved, even some pretty impoverished schools overseas i mean we 've been able to help schools in Africa, Malaysia, in Asia uh, wow. all over Europe, and so you know and also in impoverished school districts here in the u s okay. so that 's a really important part of it the The Go Green initiative is really designed to help schools create their own goals and their own objectives in terms of what is important to them, what environmental issues are important in their neighborhood. And then we help them reach their goals. We give them the training and the resources, sometimes even grant money, to help them reach their own goals. Well, that's
1: awesome. We are going to hear more about the program after the break. And I'm Mario Jr. Keep it right here. You're listening to the Voice America Kids.
2: Keep thinking green. You're tuned in to Alive and Green with Mario Jr. on Voice America Kids. Saving the planet one hour a week at a time. Now back to the
1: show. Welcome back to the program on Voice America Kids. I'm Mario Jr. And you're listening to the Mario Jr. Alive and Green show. And our topic today is the inside scoop of green with Jill Buck. And my guest today is Jill Buck. How are you doing today? Great, Mario. Thanks so much for having me. This is so much fun. <laughs> well, that is awesome. I'm having a fun time, too. And, of course, I have Mom here with me today.
4: That's right. I'm here with with the guys and girls. We're having a green fun time.
1: And Well, that's <laughs> awesome. And before we jump back into the green, let me just give you the riddle to the joke. And, you know, at the end of the show, I'll give you it. <laughs> okay, here it is, guys. What travels around the world and stays in a corner?
3: (laughs) I am dying to know the answer to that, Mario. I can't
1: wait. I can't wait to hear you guys uh, laugh and uh, hear the awesome question.
4: Right. You've got me stomped on this one.
1: (laughs) Well, in the last segment, we were talking about the awesome Parties in school and how you are helping schools around the world. Can Mm -hmm. you give me a little bit more um, into that? You
3: betcha. Well, the Go Green initiative was really set up to help schools set their own goals and objectives. And for a lot of schools, they start with recycling. Oftentimes, that's the first project that they'll set up. Right. So we wrote a planning guide that's a free download on our website, which is gogreeninitiative.org. And if you go to our homepage and look in the upper right-hand corner, you can download the planning guide by clicking that button. And there's a section for... Uh, recycling in that planning guide, there's also an appendix, a one-page resource guide for negotiating with your waste hauler. And oftentimes, that's the easiest part, but often the most overlooked part for schools who want to set up a successful recycling program. So we give them seven simple questions to ask their waste hauler, and by the time they finish having that conversation with their waste hauler, nine times out of (laughs) ten, they've got a great recycling partner with their local recycler and that's really helpful
1: yes it is and um i love how you were saying that because that really is the basics when you go we go recycle um that's what i did the first time i met um imagine we were just basically on recycling it was nothing too fancy because we have to get the recycling done first
3: right Mm -hmm. exactly it's kind of the low-hanging fruit isn't it mario Mm -hmm.
1: yes it is definitely And, of course, uh, Ms. Jill, uh, you're a featured speaker in public policy, uh, political environment,
3: and Mm -hmm. PTA across the country. What drives your passion? Well, I mean, it kind of goes back to what I mentioned uh, before in terms of what what promoted uh, the Go Green initiative in my mind to begin with, and that was my kids. I realized early on that even if I started the perfect Go Green program at my kids' school... They were going to be impacted by things outside of our community, and if I were really going to help prepare the future for them i 'd have to work with a lot more than just their own school district and so uh, that propelled me to get out there and spread the word uh, well beyond our community. It felt like that was important
1: yes, it really is important and i I love how you were saying all this stuff i am my mind is blown away. <laughs>
3: Well, it's funny because I've worked with moms um, all over the country. When I, As I mentioned, when I wrote the Go Green Initiative, I was a PTA president at our local school. And since then, I've worked with state PTA uh, boards from several different states throughout the U.S. so that when I was communicating with them, they would turn around and communicate with thousands of other PTA moms across their states. So at the beginning of the Go Green Initiative, I would have to say that a lot of the enthusiasm from the beginning until now for the Go Green initiative has been through moms, just like me and just like your mom.
1: (laughs) Yes, uh, moms, like I said, moms really do help us along the way. They are always on top of the game. You betcha. (laughs) And you've been featured in some uh, many publications, such as the U.S. Mayor and uh, NSBA newsletter, and working on the Mother Magazine. Now, uh, just to say a few... Um, now you travel back and forth to these interviews and if you how how is that experience
3: well it can be exhausting (laughs) airports are not a lot of fun to hang out in so uh, you know I do as much of uh, the interviews as I can over the phone uh, maybe through Skype like we are now sometimes though I do have to travel and uh, so I've got to You know, make sure that my husband is on point for the kids so they never suffer. But, um, yeah, sometimes doing all that traveling can be exhausting. But I feel like it's (laughs) worth it because every time I do, I see people waking up to the reality that they Mm -hmm. can create a green community where they live. And so when I see positive changes like that happening, I feel like, okay, it was all worth it.
1: Right, exactly. And that's the awesome reward that you get at the end. You're saying that you are making a difference and you are doing a great job because everyone is getting involved into that green thought pattern.
3: Yep. It's a team effort. I mean yes. and one of the things that we do with the Go Green Initiative is to measure our success. So when schools get involved with us, they give us information about like for instance how much they're recycling and things like that. And so we actually have data that can show what kind of an impact we're having. We know that since 2005, our schools have saved 27 million gallons of water through their efforts. Mm -hmm. And we know that we've saved over 34,000 barrels of oil. And we have some real numbers like that that show that our program is really having an impact on the environment. It's not just about how many people I visit or how many speeches (laughs) I give. It's about real environmental impact.
1: Exactly, and, and speaking of impact, you are listening to the Voice America Kids. I'm Mario Junior, and our topic today is the inside scoop of Green with Jill Buck and Mom. <laughs> You are having so much fun today. I see you're just listening to Miss <laughs> Jill and having a great time.
4: That's true. It, it's always wonderful when you can get those real numbers, those real figures, because a lot of times, you know, people will think going green really doesn't make a difference. They'll say, Why do I have to go green? And when we're able to put it on the table, Um, In black and white, it truly opens their mind and opens the door to really creative ways to change the, um, you know, the process of going green.
1: Definitely. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
3: Your mom is right, Mario. (laughs) I think a lot of people feel like, well, gosh, I'm only doing a little bit. I'm just recycling a few cans. But when they can see that the entire community they belong to, like for, in our case, the Go Green Initiative community in the aggregate together... Has recycled ten million pounds of stuff. Well, wow. then they know yes. their efforts were part of something bigger.
1: Yes, and that's when that's when you're see, and that's when you get into your real green thing, and you're you're like, okay, well, since we have that, let's do some some other things to get bigger than that. See, that's when everybody's getting like hyped, and they're like, let's do more things green.
3: <laughs> you bet, it's a motivator, isn't yes, it? Yes,
1: it definitely is. So when you, when you see those numbers and that progress, yeah. and you see everybody coming, and you're like well, you know what, I'm doing something right. Like, let's do some more things to see if that's going to go right, and it's going to just go up from there.
3: That's right. When you realize, hey, we made a great impact, but it wasn't that hard. Maybe mm-hmm. I could ratchet up my efforts just a little bit and do even more. <laughs> You're exactly right, Mario. You've nailed it.
1: <laughs> Thank you. And, hey, Miss Jill, you have your own business, um, Buck uh, Consulting, which mm-hmm. helps business go, businesses go green. Please tell me about that.
3: Well, about, let's see, I think in about 2004, there were businesses that took notice of the Go Green Initiative and what we were helping schools do. That was a great time of growth for the Go Green Initiative. We were getting a lot of positive press, again, with these measurable uh, data-driven accomplishments. And so there were businesses who who said, hey, can you do for us – what you've done for schools and i said yes i can so i've helped some businesses do the same thing set up recycling programs uh conserve energy and hence conserve money on their energy bills conserve water and and various other things to help the businesses operate in a more sustainable fashion and it's very rewarding i mean i've worked with a lot of different industries um everything from uh health facilities, healthcare facilities, mm-hmm. to workout facilities, and a number of different small, medium, and large-sized businesses. It's great.
1: Exactly. And I, um, you were talking about how you, go, you make businesses go green, and businesses are finding out that it's better to go green and stop using all these chemicals and wasting money on things that will be a lot better for you and are lower cost. And, you I, bet. and a lot of people a lot of businesses like nurses and uh, hospitals are noticing that your, their patients are better but they'll come back sick because they're using chemical based products. And mm-hmm. just from using in the hospital, they will they will be fixed but then in a couple of hours they'll get you know, another problem done because they have these chemicals and they're cleaning, they're trying to help, they're doing a good great, a great cause. But they're finding out those chemicals are um, damaging the uh, patient. and now Well, that's so mm-hmm. true. And now they're going and saying that we have to get these green things done because they're not going to damage the patient. They're not, they're not going to you know, make the patient in harm's way.
3: That's right. And actually, in Illinois, recently I, I spoke to some private schools that had come together to... Um, implement the green cleaning laws that mm-hmm. were implemented in Illinois a couple of years ago. Okay. And fortunately, wow. there are some third-party certification programs out there so that hospitals and schools and other public areas that want to actually disinfect mm-hmm. and get you know their areas mm-hmm. clean without using harmful chemicals can right. look for these labels on the products to ensure that they are using products that are not only less toxic but also effective at killing germs. Exactly. And uh, one of those is GreenGuard. But um, there's, there's a couple of others, and, and, you know, you can research that. But it's important not to just believe in, you know, these... Uh, there are a lot of chemical companies out there who will say, oh, we're green, we're very green, and have no <laughs> third-party certification. Right. And sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, they're just misleading the exactly. public. So it's important to make sure you have a reputable third-party certification that the products are not just less toxic, uh, but that they're also effective at killing germs. Because let's face it, it's not good for our health either Mm -hmm. if we're just, you know, uh, washing down with, quote-unquote, less toxic chemicals, but they're not actually killing the germs. Doing
1: anything. And that's amazing. And we're going to go back and talk about more harmful and getting better and getting uh, more effective chemical-based products.
4: That sounds good. I'm ready for it. And Mm -hmm. are you 10
1: to 17 and you want to be on a radio? Well, let me show you how easy it is. Log on to www.iradioblog.com. You can do it too and sit back and enjoy my fun behind the scenes videos. Then record your video audition and upload it because Voice America kids are video auditions are being accepted now, guys. What are you waiting for? (laughs) If I can do it, you can definitely do it too. Let's take a break. I'm Mario Jr. Keep it right here. You're listening to the Voice America Kids.
0: We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go. On iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market.
2: But sometimes, they can get to be a handful. And just when you think you have them under control, that's when things get, well, crazy. For help, tune into Paul's Around the World. You'll get the inside secrets on keeping your pet the friend it's supposed to be. Along with stories to keep you warm and fuzzy. Listen Fridays at 5pm Pacific, 8pm Eastern, on Voice America Kids. Keep thinking green. You're tuned in to Alive and Green with Mario Jr. on Voice America Kids. Saving the planet one hour a week at a time. Now, back to the show. Welcome back
1: to the program on Voice America Kids. I am Mario Jr. and you are listening to the Voice America Kids. Um, I'm Mario Jr. Alive and Green. Oh, yeah. And our topic today
3: is the Inside Scoop of Green with Joe Buck.
4: Fun show. Fun stuff. I'm excited. Good
3: stuff. <laughs> yes. I'm so impressed with Mario and his mom. You guys are
1: awesome. <laughs> Thank you. You too. I am having such the amazing time today. And before mm-hmm. we jump back into the green, let me just give you the joke of the day. And you know I'll give you the answer at the end of the show, guys. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Here it is. What travels around the world and stays in a corner?
4: Okay. Wait a minute. Let me break it down. Okay. What travels around the world? Yes but it stays in the corner
1: it stays in a corner
4: okay i'm thinking plane train cargo okay. <laughs> luggage
1: luggage okay that's a, good, that's one. a that's, good one that's a good one that no? is close that is very close okay
4: no well i get i'm going to have to wait
1: <laughs> <laughs> do you have any guesses Jill?
3: Oh, I am completely stumped, <laughs> completely stumped. I, I can't wait to hear the answer.
1: Me too. Well, that is awesome. We're going to have some fun times coming up. And um, in the last segments, we were talking about how we are going green in businesses and how we have to get those um, down to earth and definitely working, um, you know, chemicals that don't harm, harm the people, but they do kill the bugs and, and, and antibiotics.
3: That's right. Um, and, and we're learning even that we can do some of that without chemicals. I've seen some new products coming out um, with ionized water that actually kills viruses and bacteria. Wow. So there's lots of good stuff coming out. People are starting to get really creative with not just uh, non-toxic chemicals, but also with other technologies to disinfect our public spaces so they stay clean. You know, we want to protect public health Mm -hmm. without using harmful toxic chemicals that we don't want to wash down the drain and And we don't want to smell the fumes. That's not good for us either.
1: Yes. And that's a a thing that you noticed um, how people always, you know, with Lysol or any kind of disinfectant, they say when you smell that freshness, that's a good thing. Well, that's Mm -hmm. not always a good thing that can be damaging your um, nose cells and uh, damaging your lungs because that's a chemical also. Um, that, that's not just actually a flower inside the can.
3: <laughs> a... You are so right. <laughs> and You're that's... so right. You know, clean shouldn't have any smell at all, Exactly. It? It's clean it's... is just clean, but we've been programmed to think that it should smell like pine or flowers right. <laughs> or, or cinnamon, or, yeah. but no. <laughs> yes, it's... Clean? Shouldn't have any smell at all.
1: Exactly, and that's um, the uh, down to earth. Um, we have to get back into our, you know, old school kind of thing. Cause I mean, we we were able to live. That's right. With our cleaning, we didn't just die from bugs and chemicals mm-hmm. or anything like that. That's right. We survived off what what what, what we had. Exactly. Yeah. So we have to go our- back and see how were they doing things and how and the earth wasn't, you know, going down and breaking down how we are doing today.
3: Mm-hmm. That's right. It was natural. And our grandparents knew a lot of smart things. Like my mm-hmm. grandmother used to mix vinegar and water to clean almost everything. Right. And it was cheap. That's It definitely doesn't cost much to buy <laughs> vinegar versus exactly. all the bathroom chemicals and kitchen chemicals that are for sale now. Right. But I mean, it was effective. Yes. And. She was smart. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, and um, yeah, that's a, one more awesome way to clean. That's You don't true. have to always buy those big top companies that are going to probably destroy your lungs anyway from all the cleaning. Because, you know, you have to clean your house. You have to. Anyway, so why have to smell those bad chemicals, even though they do smell good? I'm not going to say they don't smell good. That's right. But the cinnamon and flower smells and lemon. But they're <laughs> not good for you.
3: They are not yeah. good for you. That's They're not, true. and there's a lot of different websites you can check out, Mario, that have little recipes, green cleaning recipes, things that, that people can make at home for pennies on the dollar of what you pay for prepackaged, mixed chemicals uh, to make your own cleaning products. Yes. But, you know, a lot of it's prevention, too. Like, for instance, yes. a lot of... The indoor air quality that um, we worry about, like in our homes and our mm-hmm. schools, um, with some of the dust flying around in the air and things like that, can be prevented if the entryways to our homes and our schools are kept clean. If we take our shoes off at the door, you can actually reduce your indoor air quality uh, pollution by about eighty percent. If wow. you're not tracking the 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 heavy metals and the dirt mm-hmm. and the things that are on the bottom of your shoes through your right. house guess what? You can have much better indoor air quality. Same thing with a school. If you Mm -hmm. have a long, like 20-foot mat that kids Mm -hmm. walk over before they get into the school and you keep that mat vacuumed, that can actually help to improve the indoor air quality by right. a huge percentage just by never having all that stuff tracked all the way through the school. Exactly. And,
1: yeah, I mean, you sh- you go everywhere with, with your shoes. That's true. Everything yep. is at the bottom. You, you go through grass, muck, mud, water that's been sitting, you know, anything, mm-hmm. everything. You go to the bathroom mm-hmm. and everything. So you, don't, yep. you definitely don't want that, you know. In your classrooms.
3: That's true. (laughs) Well, and the reason that that actually ends up becoming part of the indoor air is because a lot of times the ventilation circulation path is that the air intake is at a low level, like the floor level, and then it comes up through your ventilation system and blows down. So that's why those things that end up on the floor end up in your ventilation system and being blown down in your heating or your air conditioning units because the air intake... That keeps the air circulating is down at ground level.
1: Wow! Well, you're mm-hmm. listening to the Voice of America Kids. I'm Mario Junior, and your in our topic today is the inside scoop of Green with Joe Buck. Oh yeah! Hey! Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and Mom is just about to pass out because she absolutely does not like. Bugs, anything like that. She's like, Ugh. oh, or the dust, dust Yes. Yeah. or anything. Ugh. I mean, she's like, oh, she just, she doesn't even want to hear about it. I know
4: it's, it, is, <laughs> it just really touches the core, and I, I just enjoy. Uh, like Jill is saying, if we just focus on those small measures, we can actually change that uh, with the ventilation system. Who knew something as simple as changing the, the plan, right. the design, mm-hmm. that we can change our air quality. Exactly. So now the buildings, the, our businesses, schools, homes, we can change those small features and actually live longer. I'm right. loving it.
3: <laughs> well, and let's face it. It doesn't cost very much to buy a, a nice long mat, mm-hmm. you know, an entryway mm-hmm. mat mm-hmm. for a school, and keep that vacuum. That's not a high-cost item, and no. yet it can have a dramatic impact on the indoor air quality of the school.
1: You were saying how it, you know, it bounces back and forth, how mm-hmm. the chemicals are, are the, all the dirt and grime goes back up. And that can, and we have the great indoor air quality. We're not going to have so much sinus problems because I know I oh, have yeah. huge mm-hmm. sinus problems, and when it comes to pollen season, I'm sneezing, and <laughs> I I compact with a with a, a tissue box <laughs> going to school. So right. as yeah, you know, you can have as much as uh, great indoor quality you can. That's a great thing for all our you know uh, su- a sinus problem guys out there.
3: You're not alone, Mario. <laughs> <laughs> I am the same way. And and really the, the EPA has actually recognized this as a serious issue. If people go out mm-hmm. to EPA.gov, there's lots mm-hmm. of information about two things that I'd recommend you reading up on. One is indoor air quality, and there's a free kit that schools can order for no cost at all. Wow. It's called Tools for Schools, and it can help them with their indoor air quality. And then there's also a section called Sick Building Syndrome, and there's lots okay. of information about how to protect the the environmental quality of a building of where we spend so much of our time inside buildings, right. and a lot of great tips for how to make that a healthier environment well, so the EPA has got you covered
1: well, that is awesome, and i 'll definitely have to go to a magic school and um, palm Coast uh, bulldogs and our schools around the uh, in our uh, community. Mm-hmm check up on that website cuz yeah. that is a definitely problem in our schools.
4: That's true. And let's see. Jill, can you give us those two sites once again, yes, please? Definitely.
3: You betcha. It's basically go out to www.epa.gov. And what you're going to find there is a whole bunch of information, but they have a search <laughs> box in the upper right-hand corner. Type in IAQ or indoor air quality and you will find a whole section on indoor air quality, and there's a section just for schools. And there you'll find a a resource kit you can order called Tools for Schools, and that's free, and that'll give you all the information you need to get the indoor air quality up to standards in your school. And then if you want to look at more about how to keep your office, your workspace, or your home, more healthy, the indoor air quality of your home or business in better shape, then you can type into that search box Sick Building Syndrome and you are gonna find all the information you need to know about what's going on with the indoor air quality of your spaces and how to improve it.
1: Definitely. Well guys, and it's all free. For- <laughs> well awesome. Guys, please check that out because you are not going to want to miss that. No. That is amazing. I'm definitely going to check that out.
4: That's for sure. We're going to bring it to all of our schools here in the Flagler area. And we we speak on Flagler County, but all across Florida, we travel um, to uh, South Florida, all the way to North Florida, working with schools here in the community. And we are definitely going to look at that. And also your website, Jill, you said there with the, um, I'm sorry, your Go Green initiative, there's... Mm -hmm a you know one two three guide on how to even get started with the recycling program and so what's your website let's go let's get that one while they're writing with the pens and pencils right
3: now (laughs) Uh, you bet it's www.gogreeninitiative.org
1: well that is great and we are definitely going to check that out and We're going to post it on Facebook and tweet it and get it all set. And we're going to have so much fun with it. And I hope you guys love it. That's right. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Awesome. Find out how you can be a guest on my show. Email me by clicking the contact host button on voiceamericakids.com. Also, keep up with what's happening in Eco Junior's world. Log on to iRioBlock.com or Facebook, Mario Richley Jr., or to me at Eco Junior 98, guys. It's going to be an awesome uh, cause. Let's take a break. I'm Mario Jr. Keep it right here. You're listening to the Voice America Kids.
2: Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN.
0: Tune in to Take Two every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Kids channel. There is so much going on in the tech field. The Technology Show is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to The Technology Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids.
2: Keep thinking green. You're tuned in to Alive and Green with Mario Jr. on Voice America Kids. Saving the planet one hour a week at a time. Now, back to the show.
1: Welcome back, guys, to the program on Voice America Kids. I'm Mario Jr., and you're listening to the Voice America Kids. I'm Mario Jr., and our topic today is awesome. The inside scoop of green with Jill Buck. Oh, yeah. And... Guys, I am, who is ready for that joke
3: of the day? Okay. <laughs> me, 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 me. I'm ready.
1: <laughs> and awesome. Well, I, I'm going to definitely give you the joke and the green the great green tip.
4: Cool, awesome. cool.
1: And okay, here it is, guys. One more time for the um, guys that may have missed it. What travels around the world and stays in a corner? <laughs> <laughs> okay, it stays in a corner and it travels around the world.
4: Okay, okay, Now, do you have uh,
1: anything? This is like the last two times.
4: Okay. Uh, around the Unstamped.
1: world. I'm <laughs> stumped. You got me, Mario. Okay. Well, that's one.
4: No, no. You
1: stumped two? Stumped two. I'm stumped right, two. Right. Yeah.
4: Stump well, one and two. Well, you're definitely
1: going to be laughing so hard when okay. you hear this. Because it's going to be so much of an easy question. You're going to be like, I couldn't get that one. <laughs> 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 well, okay. Well, we were talking about. How the schools are going green and how Mm -hmm. fun it is. Yeah. Now, speaking of that, now tell me a a little bit about your show,
3: Miss Jill. Well, I'm happy to. Go Green Radio was born about three and a half years ago when Voice America, the same station you're with, came to me and said, we need some green content. At that time, there were no shows out there on Going Green. So I started Go Green Radio. And at first, a lot of my guests were uh, from the school communities. We talked to students and principals and things like that. And now we've kind of uh, started to up our game a little bit. Our community was starved for more information. And so okay. we have subject matter experts on every conceivable topic when it comes to the environment, um- Last time, we had uh, the Vice President for Environmental Affairs from Wells Fargo Bank on. We've had Senior Directors of Sustainability for PepsiCo on. um, And we have authors and scientists talking about climate change and water issues. And it's fascinating. I love what I get to talk about (laughs) on Go Green Radio.
1: Well, that is awesome. I was listening to your last uh, show, and it was called The Earth's Equilibrium is More Delicate Than You Think. And yeah. I was blown away because I definitely I love space and how we are finding out things about space and the solar system and how we're finding ways to go green in the solar system and our and our planet and our solar system around us.
3: Well, it's you know it's a it's a very dynamic field. There's so much that's being discovered every day. In fact, uh, on my Twitter feed, um, if you guys want to follow me at at Jill Buck, and I know you follow me, I'm going to follow you too, Mario. Um, That's the kind of stuff I tweet about. I'm constantly going, I live on my iPhone, and I read about 25 different news outlets on my iPhone, and when I find great articles about scientific discoveries or new things going on that impact the environment... Uh, I, that's what I tweet about. So if you want to keep on top of that along with me, you can follow me at @jillbuck. Jill Buck. That's what I, that's what I'm all about when it comes to my Twitter account.
1: That is awesome. I love the, I love that because I, I do love the solar system and space. That's me definitely. And I, and people are finding ways to save our atmosphere. And that's what I'm b- uh, basically um, founded on because how can we save the planet if we can't even breathe? <laughs>
3: That's true. Well, you are so right. You are so right on, Mario.
1: So, I mean, we have to go into that first layer and kind of work our way down and kind of go around and with a... great team of uh, green associatives.
3: Mm -hmm. Well, and Mario, the thing that's really cool about what you're saying is it's so fundamental, and I think kids like you really get it. You know, (laughs) some of us that are grown ups have forgotten that there are some foundations of life we need to pay attention to, like water Mm -hmm. and clean air and clean soil to grow our food in, Um, and we've gotten so excited about our iPhones and our gadgets (laughs) that that's where our head's at, and we have forgotten that, hey, guess what? If the air's not clean and we can't breathe it and the water's not clean, we can't drink it and our food is contaminated. Exactly. Ooh, iPhones don't matter so much. And our technology (laughs) doesn't matter so much. But kids like you, Mm -hmm. I don't know, you get it. And it's so refreshing to hear you say, you know, how can we save ourselves if we can't even breathe the air around our planet? You're exactly right. It's (laughs) as simple and yet as profound as that.
1: Exactly. And we have to um, eat right and be Mm -hmm. healthy because, again, How can we save the planet if we can't even walk or, you know, breathe or do anything Mm -hmm. because we're we're just on our iPhones playing games and just watching TV and we're not eating healthy and working out and, you know, staying healthy for your environment so you can save the world.
3: That's right. That's exactly right. You've you've nailed it. And really, that's why so much of what I tweet about and blog about has to do with uh, food safety and Mm -hmm. water safety. All of that is related to the environment. I mean, when you see, um, you know, listeria outbreaks from cantaloupe, that's well, that's, right. you know, because yeah. of an environmental pollution exactly. Uh, issue.
1: Exactly. And in the last segment um, with the pollution, we were saying how these big trucks mm-hmm,
3: are mm-hmm.
1: polluting, and we can't, the truckers can't help it, but we have to. I definitely know we can find a different way to have those trucks move without exerting all that emission. Because, definitely, my dad is a trucker, and when he Mm -hmm. comes in, he has those two pipes just exerting all that emission. And it's like, (laughs) Dad!
3: Well, you know what, though? If we can make sure your dad's truck is full... And he's got a full load when he's, when he's trucking that stuff. That's what a lot of companies are looking at. They're saying, well, at some point we'd like to convert our trucks to a cleaner, burning, you know, emission exactly. fuel. But yeah. in the meantime, how can we make sure that those trucks are never half full when they're, okay. when they're right. transporting go- goods? Mm-hmm. Can we be smarter about making sure that you know, we fill them up mm-hmm. so that we're getting as much transportation for the emissions that we're putting out there and that in and of itself is an innovation.
1: Exactly. That's awesome. So, mom, I know you are having a great time. Oh and yeah. You are listening to the Voice of Market Kids. I'm Mario Junior and our topic today is the inside scoop of Green with Jill Buck.
4: I'm loving that. It's so <laughs> wonderful. Uh, the information is key it's so vital Uh, the conversation is mind-boggling and it's opening so many doors and just from a small conversation we're doing little steps right now that are actually going to fix this big puzzle of saving our planet i'm excited
1: yes and speaking of that miss
3: jill where do you think green is leading up to well, I think what it's leading up to is that what I'm seeing a lot of kids and their parents and other you know, consumers beginning to look at what they buy with a more uh, careful eye. They want to purchase things that are made uh, t- more in a more sustainable, eco-friendly way and things that, that they can uh, when they're done with them. Instead of putting them into the landfill, there's some other use for what they're purchasing. I think consumers are going to make the biggest difference by deciding that what they spend their money on is in keeping with the best practices for sustainability as possible. And I think that's the biggest trend I'm seeing right now. People are demanding green products that are not toxic, that are, you know, not going to pollute when they're done with them. And that's That's exciting to me because there's great power in the purse. Moms know this. (laughs) Uh, And if we decide that we're only going to purchase uh, products that are sustainable, uh, then guess what? That's the kind of products that companies will provide us with because Mm -hmm. they want to make money.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And you are definitely right because companies do want to make money. And if they can get another thing with you with green, they're definitely
3: going to do it yep they want to please the customer, exactly. and if that's what the customer demands, that's what we'll get
1: <laughs> exactly and that is awesome and for that, do you think our government is helping or hurting our planet? um both
3: <laughs> <laughs> I could just yeah. talk for an hour about that you know there there is a role for uh rules, regulations, and policies mm-hmm. um there is a role for environmental um you know, oversight and regulation. However, when you see the EPA looking at banning, mm-hmm. you know, inhalers for kids with asthma, yeah, that, that's just counterproductive. So yeah. I think that it's a mixed bag. Wow. You know, and yeah.
1: And you we were talking about
3: the inhalers. Now, I did not know that. Can you give me a yeah. little bit
1: more insight on that?
3: Yeah, I mean, I think there, I saw on the news yesterday that they're backing off of that because there was uh, quite a bit of backlash. But, right. you know, there are some carbon emissions and some greenhouse gas emissions that come out of inhalers, though they're okay. really small. Exactly. And so there was some talk uh, about uh, banning those, and people were like, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah,
1: that's kind of crazy because how are you going to, yeah. people yeah. need that. That's that's like a, that's a sickness that we have to, that we cured, and that's how you get Um, your um, illness together. That's right. Yeah, exactly.
3: Mm -hmm. That's when, you know, sometimes public policymakers get get a little bit out of focus. A little little uh, overboard. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You can't... There are some things that you can mandate, but for the most part, I think, you know, Americans are willing to do the right thing if they have the right information and you don't have to mandate, regulate, and legislate everything.
1: Right, and definitely don't legislate things that people need. (laughs) That's true. That's right. (laughs) Exactly. And um, thinking of that, um, why do you think all these natural disasters are coming up in so much of a fast rate this year?
3: Well, you know, a lot of climate scientists are saying that there will be more extreme weather conditions as the overall climate of the planet warms. Um, you know, that the jet stream will get more active, that there'll be more moisture in the air due to evaporation, you know, in certain areas where it is getting warmer, and that that increased moisture in the air will cause more extreme weather, whether it's extreme snow or or uh, tornadoes or hurricanes, what have you. When you have more moisture in the air due to evaporation in areas where normally there wasn't as much evaporation, um, then you're going to have more extreme weather. I'm not a climate scientists okay. um but i think you know you don't have to be one to realize that um it, it, there's just there's a lot more extreme weather going on right exactly. now than there was a few years ago exactly
1: um, definitely um especially uh with haiti um and a <laughs> more recent one japan that's a that are some in
4: turkey yes
1: yeah, in turkey um yeah yep. horrific things that's going on now That is like people are wondering okay well What's going on? Because I know we can't have back-to-back-to-back to back to back things. Right. That's not... That is, people say it's natural, but, I mean, it can't be breaking down that fast.
3: <laughs> well, <laughs> right? exactly. So. And I, I think a lot of people are wondering, what do I do? You what know, do and, do? and the good news mm-hmm. is there's a lot of information about how to adapt to climate change even in our interview with the vice president of environmental affairs from wells fargo on go green radio a couple weeks ago we talked about some actual programs they have to help people get ready uh financially and protecting their homes and their property from some of the effects we expect from climate change
1: okay well that is awesome well thank you so much uh miss jill we have been having such a great time with you, and it's almost time to go. And today we've been talking about <laughs> some awesome things with Miss Jill. try. The that right. scoop with Miss Jill. And be, my um, pleasure. And we're gonna have the joke of the day coming up right now.
4: Uh oh! I'm ready.
1: <laughs> yes, we are, and here it is, guys. Here it is, right now. What travels around the world and stays in a corner? <laughs> Okay. I don't know. Now, you guys said you're stumped, so let me just give you that awesome thing that is the riddle. It is a stamp.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Good one, Mario. Oh my gosh, I would have never guessed. (laughs) Yes, it is a stamp.
1: I can't believe you guys did not figured that one out i never thought of it it stays in a corner and it travels around the world yes it does (laughs) (laughs) yes it does and guys here is the great green tip okay it is gonna be awesome now guys did you know milk containers pose other environmental problems while plastic jugs are typically recyclable they are often end up in the landfill where they uh, take hundreds of years to decompose however old fashioned milk delivery is reusable glass bottles is becoming popular again guys and Ooh. also more vendors particularly nat- natural foods grocers are uh, offering milk in re- reusable glass or plastic bottles so you th- so please guys think before you drink
4: oh wow i'm going to take before I drink.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. And if you would like to have a guest spot on this show, email me by clicking the contact host button on VoiceAmericaKids.com. Thank you so much for joining us. You I've had a blast and you are listening to the Mario Jr. Alive and Green Show. I am Mario jr asking, what are you doing to go green on VoiceAmericaKids.com.
2: Thanks for tuning in to the show. Mario Jr. will be here again next week with another edition of Alive and Green. We hope you'll join us again, too, right here on the Voice America Kids channel.
0: The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't
2: see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today.